You're listening to Mixed, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Allie, Nick, and Gabe talk with their friends about songs that are dear to them. We dive deep into these songs to help add more meaning and overall enjoyment to our listening experience. All, of course, while enjoying delicious mixed drinks made by Gabe. On today's episode, we are diving into double O seven. Mr. Bond. Slipping to a wet martini. <laughs> James <laughs> Bond theme songs. Let's get into it. But what did you make us today? Vesper martini. Vesper martini. Are you sure it wasn't a... a martini. Shaken, not stirred. It was. It oh. was. Uh, it is shaken. Uh, so what I did was... Uh, it calls for three... Some of them call for three ounces of gin. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of gin. That's a lot of gin. I did like an ounce and a half, maybe two ounces of gin. Yeah. Yeah, baby! <laughs> 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 An ounce of <laughs> an ounce of vodka and a half to three quarter ounce of Lilla Blanc. Oh, yeah, nice. And then a um, couple olives in there, skewered, and then a a lemon um, peel zest peel. Lemon peel. Lemon peel. Lemon peel. Yeah. Twisted and expressed. Wow. that peel. So, like, this is the perfect martini for people that argue about whether or not a martini should be made with vodka or gin. Just yeah. do both. Because you got both. Okay. I actually didn't drink that. I realize I've, I haven't even tasted that drink. I was drinking... Do you want to taste it live on air? Sure. Let's, uh, t- t- let's taste it. So, this here... What kind of glass is this? A martini glass. Martini glass? <laughs> what is it? And what are these? Those are olives. Oh. Green olives? Yep. So the, the green olives are stabbed through. There's three of them stabbed through with this like little, what would you call this? <laughs> a sword. 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 Mini sword. <laughs> yep. Into the thing with the lemon. And then this is me tapping the mini sword on the glass. There you go. And then this is me <laughs> sipping it. This is me saying it's really good. <laughs> That's actually, yeah. no, that actually is really good. That's actually way better than the martinis that uh, you normally serve me. <laughs> <laughs> Nick does not like my dirty martinis. I would actually drink one of those, not going to lie. Ashley made me a, um aviation, so that's what I was drinking. But I, I do like a dirty martini, but this is a little less briny. Yeah, I like I it. I like less, the brine. I don't like brine. Speaking of not liking brine, let's uh, talk to- Introduce our guest. <laughs> <laughs> let's introduce our guest. We have special guest, Matt Reese. Hello, Matt. Why well, don't good you morning. Like, why, don't, why don't you like brine? What? <laughs> what? You asked. You said that he didn't like Brian. No, I didn't say that. It was just. It was a funny little. I couldn't transition. I, I was, it was like, a transition. I need a, he just yes. made it up. Segue. Okay. Uh, the reason why I don't like Brian, Matt, <laughs> is it tastes like Brian. I I like fresh Matt. 
Yeah, Matt, me too. You're so fresh. Yeah, you're fresh. Yeah, I, I'm not going to hide the fact that I'm enjoying this delicious mixed iced coffee with salted caramel. It is heavenly. Wow. It was shaking. She got you the salted caramel. She really went on out. She that did. was Ashley that made that, right? She yeah. doesn't give me salted caramel in no, my iced coffee. No, she's using that French vanilla cream. When she gave me the uh, suggestion of brown sugar or salted caramel, I could tell she like kind of wanted me to pick the brown sugar. And I was like, there must be a reason. So I'm going for the salted caramel. <laughs> he picked up on that. Yeah, he, the brown sugar. Read, read right through her. Uh, the, the brown sugar was poison. Yeah. That's actually mm, it. Yeah. Um, I've but stayed alive this long. So far, you've evaded all of our attempts to poison you tonight. Yes. Matt, I will say, I was, I've never met you before today, and I, along with Gabe. You've never met me? Never met you before today. Oh, wow. He's yeah. a nice guy. You'll yeah. get along with him you, well. You guys are both pretty cool. How did, how did this episode topic come about? Because it was Ali who said, Matt plus James Bond equals episode. So what, was this your suggestion originally? I was, I forget what, we were talking about movies or soundtracks and I was like, oh yeah, I'm reading the books now and I love all the James Bond movies. Like I grew up with them. Uh, I grew up like, I mean, before I was into Star Wars or even like Batman, before I saw Jurassic Park, before all these movies, uh, I grew up on like the Roger Moore James Bonds. Oh. And then she was like, oh, we're thinking about sometime in the future during a James Bond episode and you should oh, be on. I thought that would be perfect. awesome. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick my Jeopardy categories, like, and they're going to, you're going to die if you don't guess all the Jeopardy questions, I would make sure James Bond was in there somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that is a good icebreaker question. What is your 100% Jeopardy category? Yeah, what is that called? What's your double they, Jeopardy? It would be great in the setting of a James Bond movie. Yeah. Like James Bond's strapped to this machine and they have like like the Jeopardy <laughs> columns and they have like they're lowering James Bond to the acid and like every time he gets the question wrong they like they slip or something. Yeah, man, that's a good device for that. Didn't mean to cut you off. He uh he would probably uh win in a, uh, a category of one night stands. Misogyny. Oh, misogynistic one-liners yes. and racism also really yeah is he known to be a racist they are supposedly uh, he says some racist things yep i was just reading i was reading through like a list of one-liners to see if i could find something <laughs> that we could put on here literally all of them were sexist or racist or both like what so, I'd say one i'm not gonna read on here. it's like shut up woman oh the books are full of them they're actually i think the company that uh not eon but whoever is publishing the James Bond books, they're going to release versions with like that are edited somewhat. They're going to mm. take some of the more troublesome stuff out. Mm. Don't tell Gabe that. <laughs> I'm not going to read these because they're also- They're going to leave the murder in. Pretty much all yeah. of them are <laughs> leave like the... very sexual also. Hey, yo. Leave the murder in, leave the uh, misogyny in, clean up that racism. Right. What could it could it possibly be? Yeah, can you read one, Allie? You want me to read it, Just like one, record one myself one. saying safe it? In a you, Scottish we, voice. We know you're quoting it. In, in a the, Sean Connery voice. Yeah, is it a Sean Connery? Is do it you a... want it to be like racist, sexist, or both? Can you do all three? <laughs> not racist, <laughs> or, not sexist, but both. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're going to we're gonna clip that and use it as a drop in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Allison opens her mouth, he's going to turn on the read the one-liner. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Go ahead. We won't hold it against you. Yeah, just, just do read it in it. Sean okay. Connery's voice, and it's not yeah. bad. Japanese or Chinese? Accent? No, I'm not doing an <laughs> accent. <laughs> it's like King of the Hill. Are you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> you pick. I don't know. Oh. Just say it. In a, in a Sean okay. Connery voice. Yeah. I can't do a Sean Connery voice. Um, okay, so uh, James is in bed with Ling, a Chinese woman, mm -hmm. when he says this. And he says, why... <laughs> 
Go ahead. Say it in his, say it in his voice. Oh, here it comes. Say it in the man's voice. I can't. Just say it then. Why do Chinese girls taste different from other girls? Allie, how That's could you? That's not it. This is That's a pot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the bad part. <laughs> Well, Chinese girl so do you still want girls. me to continue? No. Continue. <laughs> okay. continue, continue. No, no, thank you. Oh, maybe you edit that talk? out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, you read it, actually, because I don't want to say it. I will say I grew up it. on these movies, and all this went over my head for a long time. Yeah. He says, uh, why do Chinese girls taste different from other all other girls? He says, you th- she says, is Chinese? Let me see a Chinese she's speaking, accent. She's speaking in she broken says, English. Don't do a Chinese accent. Just read it. I was just it. about to do it too. I was gonna do it. It's don't, fine. don't. <laughs> Stop. Only Ali can don't. do it. Ali, do it. Do it, Ali. Don't, don't do it. You don't think <laughs> this is very tempting? You think we're? Oh, she says she it in broken you, English. That's what I said. But you don't have to do an you accent. You think we better, huh? And she said, "He goes, no, just different. Like Peking duck is different from Russian caviar." But I love them both. <laughs> give me that, darling. Bag. I give you very best duck. Let's go. And then the <laughs> bed that he's in, duck. she like retracts it into the wall, and then these guys come in and shoot him because yeah, that's the beginning of you yes. only live twice. And then he fakes his death, and he wasn't really dead. Ooh, oh, that's a, that's okay. a good one. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, you just need great. to get past the misogyny and racism, and it's sure. really good. I, that doesn't <laughs> really exist in my. James Bond experience. I started at you don't think Pierce they were, Brosnan. Okay, you don't think he was misogynistic? Oh, he's absolutely misogynistic. <laughs> but um, but he's not the, racist. Yeah, he's he getting massages all the time. He's not <laughs> racist. He sleeps with Halle Berry. Well, the thing with like with those movies, at least the ones that I saw, the women were very much more interested in him at first, and then he's like, fine, I'll let you be with me. Uh, that's my experience with James Bond. I was like, wow, this guy doesn't have to do anything. Well, Pierce Brosnan was progressive, too, because he had the first uh, female evil mastermind in The yes. World Is Not Enough, yes. where you thought it was the one Russian terrorist guy, and then it turns out, no, he was working for her. Yeah, mm. and then she dies, and then he has to go after the other uh, Russia guy. I loved that. That's probably, that was my first James Bond movie, I think. Wow. Does that come before? Uh, d- um, that's 99. So oh, it's, the, the World Is Not Enough? That is The World Is Not Enough. Oh, so it sorry. came out at the exact same time. I'm thinking of um, what's the one with Michelle Yu? Tomorrow Never Dies. I, I, which one come, came out first? It was Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies, World okay. Is Not Enough, then Die Another Day, which we don't talk about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we absolutely ne- do talk about that Tomorrow movie, actually. Tomorrow Never Dies is my first James Bond experience, and it was the one I probably watched the most. <laughs> That's the first one I saw in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, wow. And I haven't missed one since, so yeah. Oh, dang. I um, love the first half of that movie. Um, specifically for that, and you could tell the difference. It's, you you watch, you go. It seems like different screenwriters worked on this, and then you yeah. read about it. And you're like, That's what happened. Oh, okay, hmm. oh. interesting. Uh, the only scene that really uh, sticks out is when they're uh, when he's with Michelle Yu, and they're just like they're fighting, and and there's all those gadgets. She has that room full of gadgets, and as a kid, I'm like, that's what I'm here for, baby. <laughs> Give me those gadgets. <laughs> and Pierce Brosnan, I don't know. I mean, as far as Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig. Pierce Brosnan was the one because it had all the gadgets. Mm-hmm. Every movie gadgets. was filled with gadgets. And Pierce Brosnan was like, or uh, Daniel Craig is like, here's our little radio. I was like, really? 
Where's all the throwing Here's stars? A little radio. Where's all the cool spikes that come outside the back of the car? I think it was funny in Goldeneye because he got his first uh, BMW, the seven or the um, and it had all these gadgets in it, and they tell him about the gadgets, but he never uses it. And that was like so weird that he has a gadget finally in a movie he doesn't use it. So then in Tomorrow Never Dies, they made up for it because they had like the best car chase sequence, yeah, one of the best in like all the movies in the next movie that yes. they made up for it. Is that the one time. where he goes up top the yeah. parking? Yes. So that yeah. was good. The idea of a phone that opened with a screen inside was so novel no one had ever seen that before and that was what he was using to like remote control his car yeah and they had the propeller heads on the score with david arnold so so good so uh but gabe what is your history with uh, oh i don't i don't remember what the first movie i saw was i just always been in my life sean connery is probably my number one bond really Uh, interesting and then um but yeah daniel craig's great i was uh, GoldenEye obviously is a huge thing, but yeah. Um, so should we just uh, spout out our favorites right now? Movies, favorite movie, sure. Favorite. So who do we uh, let's let's end I'll on go, Matt? Yeah, let's end on Matt. Oh, that is so hard. Um, from Russia with Love. From Russia with Love. That is that Sean Connery. Sean Connery. All right, Ali. Second, the second Bond movie, right? Of, with him. One. Matt? Yeah, that was number two. He says yes. Books five. Um, wow. Book yeah, book five. Book five. I don't know that two. I have a favorite Bond movie because I haven't seen that many, or I don't remember seeing that many. <laughs> block them out. <laughs> I just blocked them out. <laughs> block all the, the trauma. The one that I remember most, like for, like the first one that I remember seeing, was Die Another Day. And yeah, I'm gonna be honest. That has a lot of nostalgia for me. Oh sure. <laughs> well, it only goes up from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the new ones are really good, though. Yeah, I haven't seen the Pierce Brosnan ones since since I was like a teenager. So, if I were to go off recent memory, I really liked Casino Royale. Yes, that's, that's kind of. I mean, that is the best Bond movie, I think. Of Daniel Craig's or just in general? Mm, probably in general. Hey, is that the one where he's strapped to the chair? Yeesh. Yeah. He's laughing. Could you imagine? Not me. Matt? Well, yeah. I mean, I was trying to think because I have so many nostalgic memories from like the Roger Moore films because I think I was allowed to watch those as a little kid more because they were more campy. Mm-hmm. But Casino Royale, um, I went, I've seen everyone in the theater. I've seen them all with my mom, actually. That's like our franchise together. Nice. And... Um, to me, it reminds me a lot of Batman Begins because it was like a re- it's a tone changer. They had mm-hmm. both followed really yeah. weird, ver- like Batman and Robin and Die Another Day. They went a totally different direction. Then they're like, you know what? People didn't like that. We're going to go back to basics. We're going to strip a lot of the stuff out and just tell a good story. Mm-hmm. And I was, we went, because I remember Die Another Day and then we're watching Casino Royale and it was so good. I've never done this before. We just sat in the theater and watched it again. Oh wow! Yeah, they came back for the second. They were cleaning up, and we're like, "Do you care if we just stay here?" And they're like, "We don't care." (laughs) (laughs) We are literally teenagers. We don't care. Yeah, Yeah. nobody uh, grabbed us and threw us out. So we just me and my mom and like the few other people we went with. We just watched Casino Royale twice. That's Hmm. awesome. I haven't done that ever. Yeah, I haven't either. So I was just surprised. It it wasn't (laughs) planned. We're just sort of like, well, we have nothing else going on, and this was really good, and we were surprised. So that's so cool. Hmm. So wait, is that your favorite? 
Yeah, I mean, to me, that was the most, that's my favorite experience watching a movie because of how the turn was. Like I was expecting, I wasn't, my expectations were lower because I'd know, to me, the Pierce Brosnan ones, I like him in mm-hmm. those movies. He's great, but the movies sort of decline in quality. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. saw the preview for Casino Royale. I got excited and I was like, well, be guarded, you know, get braced for, you know, right. say your expectations low. So that way you can be blown out of the water. And I was. Nice. Yeah. Do you, what do you think? Do you, do you think they degraded over movies or um, more of a slope? Yeah, to me, each Uphill. actor who plays it from Connery to Moore to Brosnan to Craig, they start more serious and sort of grounded, and then they get kind of sillier as time goes yeah. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was interesting. Uh, I think Skyfall, to me, I, there's a lot of problems with Skyfall, but to me, I just like it. Um, yeah. I liked Craig in that. I love uh, that whole scene where the bad guy's flying with that helicopter trying to like blow up the house James Bond's yeah, in, yeah, and they're yeah, playing yeah, they're yeah. playing that animal song, Boom Boom, on the big loudspeakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that from like, is that the animals? Like way on the distance, then he pulls up. That whole scene is great. <laughs> it is good. It's very like a adult Home Alone yeah. feeling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I do like that sequence. Uh, Skyfall, I think it was beautifully shot. Yeah. Out of all the Daniel Craig ones. I think because Roger Deakins did the cinematography and that guy is a uh, mwah chef's kiss when it comes to his work uh, but yeah yeah i miss david arnold doing the soundtrack because he's one of my favorites but um i mean the score but i liked what they did i feel bad i, I should apologize for any like uh, <laughs> adele fans i like that song it's great but what i will do sometimes when it comes up on my uh the music on my phone is i will slow it down to like 90 percent mm. with the pitch adjust like not adjusted and it just sounds like deeper and more Ooh. cinematic Ooh. like more it's a, a lot more dramatic it's so much to me it's better but don't tell Adele that. You know, I was just, I just listening. Did, sorry. Wait, is that one of our? Um, is that one of our submissions? I'd be shocked if yep. nobody submitted that. Yeah, it is. Um, speaking of which, though, Matt. So I know you'll have picks. How do you want to do this? Do you want to? I thought about that. Yeah. So, like, this is an experience for me because usually when I'm on your listening to your podcast, even like something I love, like the '70s music, I'm stepping into a world that I don't know a lot about. With this, <laughs> I have all the soundtracks. I love right, almost all yeah. of them. So. I can. I, I want to hear other submissions first. I have a couple that I have in mind that I could pick, yeah. but I want to see if other people do it that oh, way. Oh, okay. And then I could just sort of like, I, I'll pick that one too. Like after <laughs> when, when we're done. So. Sure. Um, well, then I guess we can go to our submissions. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, us. What we want to play. Us. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Well, should we um, go with oldest movie? Like the, the movies that we. I'm never the mind. oldest movie. <laughs> I'm the oldest I mean, movie like, in this podcast. The song that we picked, the movie that it's from. I'll let you know if it's going. I don't know. I'll let you know if it's in the right order. I'm trying to. Yeah. Be, I'm trying to be creative. Well, then I know, but then then we're gonna have to like reveal it right now. That's true. And I don't want to okay. do that. Yeah, let's just I'd rather do it the let's just go way. you. Let's go you first. Okay, mine's probably the oldest movie anyway. Ooh, um, really? Actually, I don't know because I don't remember what Matt will tell us. Was. Wait, what do you mean? We'll we'll figure out the oldest one after you. We oh, all do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my pick is the intro song for Goldfinger. Ooh. Shelley Bassey, Bassey. I don't know how to say her last name. Shirley yeah. Bassey. Shirley. <laughs> Shirley Bassey. Yeah. Um. Is this just purely because? Because have you seen this movie? I've seen the movie just like a long time ago, so there's only oh. a few things that I remember from it. Mm-hmm. If it's even the, from the right movie that I'm remembering. Golden Finger? Yeah. <laughs> Goldfinger. <laughs> um, but the I just feel like I was listening to a lot of the theme songs today, and this one really stood out mm-hmm. for like 
how hard she goes. Mm-hmm. At, by the end of the song, she is just like screaming about how much this guy loves gold. <laughs> and I think it's yeah. great. <laughs> I think this was... Uh, Only gold. Austin Powers parodies uh, a lot of 007. Yeah. Gold and I member. think Yeah, gold member is probably a... a um, a farce on that. I mean, his catchphrase is, I love gold. So there yep, you go. There you go. So here is a gold member by <laughs> Shirley Bassey. That's just vulgar. Here is a gold finger by Shirley Bassey. about this song is they tie in the theme his theme right here i love that yeah it gets more into it towards the end like ali was saying it just it builds but just having that little creep of yeah a 007's theme is so good and i love how she's just it sounds like she's singing this song with like a long cigarette and marching (laughs) it's really good i think it builds here maybe a little bit it's after so after this horror scene kicks off. Very good choice, Allison. Yeah, I didn't know about this song until today. His heart's cold. <laughs> this part. Now she goes off. Goldfinger by Corella Deville. <laughs> she was so good. They used her in three Bond movies. Shirley Bassey. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Yep. She did Moonraker, and then she did a outtake song on Thunderball. Oh wow! So that was yeah, I that thought, was really didn't good. Know she did um, Diamonds Are Forever too, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man, we also That's listened to that one. That's a great one. I like to think the uh, the engineer is like in the, in the earpiece in her ear is like tell her tell him what he loves. <laughs> Tell him what he loves, Shirley. He loves gold. Oh, he loves only gold. I can't hear you, Shirley. He loves gold. Well, this song to me, 
uh, it illustrates too, like uh, to me, I love the James Bond soundtracks, but the fun of these soundtracks that you don't get from movies like Star Wars is that in James Bond, it's like, we're going to give you a pop song at the beginning. Yeah. And in this song, there's all the melodies and musical phrases that we're going to interweave through the score for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. So look for this, mm-hmm. look for this, because the Goldfinger score is saturated with this song. And most of the movies do that. There's some that like things didn't work out and they don't happen that way, but that's that's what I love looking for. So then, like, you're primed. This is what to look for. And then I'm listening to the soundtrack the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, oh, I see how that goes back to the, the main song. And it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's there's like painting been, by numbers. There's not a lot of movies that do overtures like that for movies. And Bond movies have stuck to that. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, I got to fast forward through this part. Because I was like, <laughs> there's this weird montage. But as an adult, I'm like, this, this, is, is, the best this part. is the best part. <laughs> This is where I get to understand the themes of the movie. <laughs> it's mis- as, as great as Dr. No is, the first movie, it's missing that. There's no opening. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's three just... blind mice, right? Right. Yeah, I thought you would, of anyone, you'd probably, Gabe, love the soundtrack because it's a lot of like Caribbean and like reggae and dub <laughs> in the soundtrack. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll have to Under the Mango and Tree and Three Blind Mice and yeah. Kingston Rock. Uh, I, when you say three blind mice, I just think of the nursery rhyme. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're singing. That's the theme for the it's movie. Very strange. Three blind they mice. did not know what they were doing with the Bond. This okay. first Bond. They're, they're but three they assassins that are taking out like the section chief in the Bahamas, but they're pretending to be three blind beggars, and like oh. he gives them money, and they're like, "Thank you so much," and then they turn around and they like eliminate him. Okay, I actually think I saw a part of that on TV. I watched it recently because. Um, I was reading the book and I'm like, I don't remember because as a kid, there were no cool gadgets in Dr. No. So I just mm. never really, I like saw yeah. it once and I skipped it, but I watched it again on on Amazon. I'm like, this is solid. Mm. Yeah. Good the to know. bad guy's lair in Dr. No, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> on point. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Speaking of which, Gabe, what is your pick? My pick is garbage with the world is not enough. Okay. So good. I love garbage. This is in my top five. I it's had great. a feeling this was going to be your pick when I was going through the songs and there was a garbage song. I was like, oh, yeah. But that's what you I had a crush on this chick in the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> all yours. But uh, this song is so good, too. It's just like the perfect, like, loud, quiet, and like, the crooning like uh chorus Oof. it's yeah it's a perfect bond song for me but does she yeah. go hard like surely yes yeah yeah she goes yeah, hard in this song harder surely <laughs> i don't know if anybody's I mean, going not, as yeah, hard as surely surely you can't be serious and but out of all the bond songs i i uh this is the one i probably hum the most it's so good Mm. It's good. I would pick it as my number one, but Gabe already did, so I can't. I can't pick that. <laughs> I gotta pick a different one. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, Matt, do you have any crazy facts about this one? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So this this was I had the VHS tape for this, and they had the music video before the tape. Oh, that, wow. This was like just when they were releasing DVDs with special features on them, and then like the V they were yes. like, well, let's put them on the VHS too. So that was cool. Oh, cool! I just yeah, I love th- this. is one of my favorite scores too, and it like with the with the soundtrack, and it's great. Um, I like um, well, we can get into David Arnold later, but yeah, great great pick. Is is with the music video a lot like it was like garbage singing, and then well, the band garbage singing, and then clips of the movie. No, what happened? Oh. It was a. Uh, they this was very odd so shirley manson the lead singer of garbage was like killed by a robot duplicate and then they went to one of her concerts with the robot duplicate but there was a bomb inside of her so as she's singing the song at the end of the song the bomb goes off 
I need to I need to watch this music video. Yeah, wow. it's weird. I remember that. But. That sounds very Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never seen. Bots. We saw this before. I've never seen an Austin Powers movie. I've seen like clips, but yeah, I you should might. check them out now. Yeah, you might like them. They're pretty crude, robot. but oh wow, cool. That's really cool. He's showing us a picture. Yeah, that's oh, that's still. I'm not crazy. That is the video. <laughs> well, here is you are crazy, <laughs> and that's the video. <laughs> yes. Here is the world is not enough by garbage. this song is for yeah. me <laughs> i got a little chills on spotify it's realize... on my all-time favorites playlist somewhere in there nice i didn't realize that i knew this song yeah i love how the beginning of it is like it's classic bond motifs and like horn kicks and um strings and then it kind of break into the verse it's just like that late 90s early 2000s like <laughs> like that Portishead, uh, yeah. like that's David Arnold. That's his what he brought to the really? James Bond soundtrack. Yeah, oh, wow. that 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 thing. He infused like electronica <laughs> into it. So <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> he did that thing. <laughs> he sure did.
I love the Ooh. like those. I don't know what that sound is like. Guitar fade out, I guess. Sound. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Uh, say more. The sound, the sound at the fades. end of the song. The sound at the very end of the song. Yeah, I was. Like the it's funny because when this yeah. song ends in the yeah. movie, it cha- transitions to a funeral that's being held. So it goes from that fade out to some guy playing bagpipes. Oh. <laughs> I remember that. It's like what a I turn. That. <laughs> it's jarring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like wait, turn, go back. <laughs> um, is real not is not enough? Is that the one with the character whose name is uh something Christmas? Oh, Christmas Christmas Jones. Christmas uh, Jones. Flawlessly portrayed by Denise Richards. Yes. I remember <laughs> what? this. She's a Bond girl, but is I not a Bond Denise girl. I love Denise Richards. You do? She's like, she's just a scientist, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't get She's it. like, she says to Bond, she's like, and no jokes. I've heard them all because of her name. And then he's like, I don't know any doctor jokes. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the movie... Yeah, yeah, he, he, does, does, it. Does, he, he does, does have a Christmas he, he, he joke. Does a joke. We'll have Allie read some more one-liners later on. In <laughs> <laughs> an accent. Where like blackout yeah. material. <laughs> uh, mm. All right, I'll go with my choice. Um, I'm going to shift gears, okay? We are going to... Please don't look at the screen, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise my eyes are closed. I'm going to look at my coffee. <laughs> We're going to go with a song that's also just as nostalgic as that last song, and it is titled Die Another Day mm. by Madonna. Wow. I am so this curious. This is your song? I'll give you a reason why. Okay. <laughs> I am so curious what else... Because I'm assuming... It's kind of. It seems kind of like the thing that multiple artists make a song for the Bond movie that comes out. Sometimes. Oh, sometimes. Okay. So I was curious. You like, think how... anyone wanted to compete with Madonna? I mean, I'm they just could've. wondering. <laughs> they yeah, could've. I'm. They definitely could have with this song. Um, like, what what other choices were there? I will say this song is not my favorite one. It's good. I'll put it on if I'm playing like a video game with like James Bond music in the background. <laughs> this will be on there. But they release an EP with it. And it was like a bunch of remixes of Die Another Day, like oh, wow. club mixes. And oh. some of those were like fire. I love oh, them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to listen to those. So I almost picked this song and I didn't because I thought it was goofy. <laughs> no, I didn't because you said that uh, you were going to pick it. So then I picked something else. I didn't. I, well, Gabe picked my one of my favorites. And this one is just like, Sorry. it is goofy. Yeah. And that's why I want to play it because sure. I feel like it's one of the goofiest ones. Yeah. That mm. being said, but I it, still like it. <laughs> when this movie, when this movie came out, what year was that? It's Halle Berry. Oh two. Oh two. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was like probably eleven or twelve when this movie came out, and it was a big deal to me at the time. And the song was a big deal. And this was the year, um, Napster, Kazaa. Yes. What are the other ones? LimeWire. LimeWire. I was a Kazaa kid because that's what my aunt had installed on her computer. That's where we. I started too. Same. Yeah. And um, she had this song downloaded already. And so what I did as a kid was I only I only knew like five songs at that age. I would download those songs and then mixed my songs with her songs and just make multiple CDs. And this song was on every single CD. We would have gotten along so well when we were younger, dude. That would have been oh. 
Shout um, out to Nick's reoccurring cool aunt. <laughs> <laughs> this was, uh, I've never talked about this, this aunt. This is another cool aunt? Maybe. Uh, she was the one, uh, that was my rich, this is my rich aunt. Ooh, and she still, lived in. Steel, steel. She, she has a, rich taste too, apparently. She had a very cool big loft in uh, New York. That's how she got so rich stealing mm. all those songs, <laughs> not paying for music. But yeah, she uh, she had this song and I listened to this song over and over and over and over and over. It's so good. Do you I have think. the lyrics memorized? Because the lyrics are so good. Mm, probably not. I haven't listened to it probably since then. <laughs> the lyrics are not that complex. Yeah, no. I could probably guess it. Uh, but Although I'm, I'm, never mind, just play it. Because I, I do have a question about one of the lyrics in the song. Okay, we'll get to it when it plays. So here's another song called Die Another Day by Madonna. It starts off very James Bond. Very promising. Yeah. But then it kicks Just in. Wait, wait till you get there. It's like, ooh, what is this? Clapping? It's gonna get it's gonna hit off. So this is made ground though. It was the first pre uh pre movie like title sequence music video that told part of the story. Yeah, James Bond tortured. He's yeah. been tortured. Yeah, and for some reason they didn't want to include that in the movie. They're like, let Madonna handle it. <laughs> yeah, this is where I learned what waterboarding was. <laughs> <laughs> Madonna taught you what waterboarding was. Wait, turn it up because the lyric is coming up soon. Okay. I think it's after this this chorus. Yeah. Wait, and then and then. Come on, you're talking over the best part. You're talking over it. <laughs> you heard her game. close my body i'm gonna close my body now yes obviously <laughs> you guys um, don't she understand says it multiple times, bond is being tortured he is a pow at this i point. just would like he to know blasted... oh, no, wait, why she says sigmund freud and then she says analyze this Analyze this. It's analyze cool. this. <laughs> Why? Because it's cool. <laughs> what does it mean? She's you, like, don't, you don't get Bond, to know. Bond has daddy issues <laughs> or mommy issues. I like to think this is the song they they played to James Bond as they were waterboarding him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, tell us about the Q gadgets. <laughs> this is the Guantanamo Bay Blasting in his cell at 2 a.m. They're like, we're in North Korea. We don't have like the license to play thrash metal. So we just have this Madonna song we're going to play. No skinny puppy, just Madonna. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, come on, it's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> this film also had the debut with, uh, was it Rosamund Pike? This is her first movie. Oh, really? Yep. Mm. I don't even remember She was movie. young in this movie. Dang, yeah. Was she the love interest? She was the, uh, Bad she, was, she was the Bad love girl? interest that turns out to be evil. Uh, Classic. No, Halle Berry was a love interest. Halle Berry is the opposing spy that she eventually joins up with o- o- she, seven, she also happens to be Storm from the X-Men but she are you tell telling him. me that <laughs> she's not the love interest is that what you're trying to tell me right now uh, are you are you insinuating she is Storm in this movie <laughs> yeah I mean that's 
there, there's subtle there's very subtly woven in there's symbolism in the movie you have to analyze she's on a secret deep cover mission true oh. okay i can see that at the end of the movie she there's actually this... made the ice hotel yeah, yeah. Oh. she made that big wave happen that tidal wave yeah that was a storm wave um, okay. At the end of the movie, there's this weird uh, back and forth with them about like uh, leaving it in or taking it out. And they're talking about yep. a uh-huh. diamond in her belly button. Yes. And for me, that just makes me feel so uncomfortable. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't like, putting a diamond in your belly button makes me want to vomit. Oh, yeah, I, Gabe? Um, did you see this in the theater with your mom? <laughs> <laughs> because I did. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't bothered by the in like uh, the, uh, the innuendo. Just the just the just thinking of someone pointing the the point of a, a diamond Be into your belly button. Yeah. Uh, James Bond was like, "This is what they like, did to me in North Korea." And like <laughs> reaching in and taking it out, reaching Whoa, into oh, your no, belly button. No. <laughs> I did. Okay, that is bad. But I did like the villain. He had. Diamonds blasted into his face. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty cool. Because cool. it, it, something about like he could have gotten take them taken out, but like why would he? Type of thing. Yeah, kind of seemed like the vibe of the film. <laughs> a lot of like iconic things, nostalgic iconic things in this movie. Yes, I was which gonna... we've already talked about most of them, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember hovercrafts. There's, what they didn't want to get the the. It's so funny because they're like if. If we don't go on these hovercrafts, the mines will explode. And then you see the, the hovercrafts, and they are just like these big, bulking, heavy. They're just like blasting the yeah, ground. Just blasting the ground. Like, there's no way. As a kid, I was like, there's no way those are floating over mines. <laughs> there's no way. There's like, okay, so there's that. And then there's obviously the ice hotel really imprinted on me. I keep thinking about that hotel. Um, mm. And also, I keep thinking about sleeping on an ice bed because that oh, it mm. seems uncomfortable, even though it's covered in fur. I'd um, rather sleep on that than have diamonds in my belly button. <laughs> yeah, same. Why not both? <laughs> and then, yeah, there's that scene with the diamond belly button. And then, yeah, the, the villain with the diamonds in his face. And um, Halle Berry's orange jumpsuit with a giant fat white belt for some reason. That's, oh, that's, a, that's a homage to Dr. Now. Oh, really? oh. Well, that's the thing with oh. Die Another Day. It's the 20th film. So there's so many throwbacks. Like you were bringing out, Ellison, nostalgia to other movies. So like there's a hovercraft oh. in Diamonds Are Forever to get across the English Channel. Mm. Uh, there's a satellite that shoots a laser from Diamonds Are Forever. There's the laser that's going to cut Halle oh. Berry's head from Goldfinger. Like almost oh, every beat in there. You're like, diamonds from Diamonds Are Forever? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I got. I'm just like, okay. I'm, I'm just watching that going, that's from this movie, that's from this movie. And they did that like intentionally because it was like the big, you know, 20th version yeah, yeah. See, that's a good movie. They nailed it. They nailed it. Best Bond movie to date. Best Bond song. All Why right. not shake things up? You know, that song just gives me hope that Lady Gaga can do a Bond song. I'm surprised she hasn't been asked. I know. Well, yeah, that is I bet she has. Maybe. I bet she has. But she'd rather she... do Top Gun? Come I on. Guess. I don't think she has yeah. been asked. She should be asked. She's Someone... not British. I guess Madonna's not either. Yeah, I mean, Madonna thought she was British for a few yeah. years. Um, I did ha- get submissions, and one of one person submitted "Die Another Day," and that was Josh Porter. He said, uh, "Die Another Day" by Madonna, but like Madonna. Oh, his joke is, but like Madonna, it didn't age well. Mm. Mm. Well, 
Yeah. He's really tying into his 007 character there. Madonna was yeah. in the movie. Like Madonna. She was? Yeah, she was the uh, the she sword. Was torturing him? No, well, no, well, who knows? Because that was in silhouette. She probably was. But she was like the, the sword instructor. When, remember when James Bond oh, yeah. had that big sword fight? Yeah. There's a lot that happened in that movie. Dang. Started on the beach and at an ice, ice, ice beach. <laughs> Sun Beach to Ice Beach. What happens? <laughs> um, do you still want me to go into submissions, and then you want to? Yeah, there's there are three. You have, you have a, a favorite and number one with a bullet, or you? I or... do, but there's two others that I feel like I should mention too, and I want to know if somebody else picks them. Okay, okay. Then I will. Uh, I will go through them if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I'm gonna do another curveball for you guys because I don't think I've listened to this one all the way through. Uh, E.T., a.k.a. Elliot Egger, a.k.a. Curly Q underscore on Instagram, <laughs> submitted the Billie Eilish one. <laughs> That's what she said, the Billie Eilish one? Yeah. And then I, I messaged her and I said, uh, why did you pick that one specifically? And she said, it's my James Bond song. It's the James Bond song of my generation. That's true. That's and true. So she's like, she's very young. I was like, what is she going to pick? Yeah. Uh, so, what, do you guys know what that song is called? No time no. to. Uh, oh right. No time to die. Yeah. It's, it's, Boy, I had a second guess. I think myself. it's called something else, though. Nope. It's called No Time to Die. <laughs> so here's No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. Just no time. 
feel like I haven't listened to uh, Casino Royale or Spectre or Quantum of Solace. I've only ever listened to Skyfall's um, song. So that being said, I feel like this is very reminiscent to Skyfall <laughs> in the sense of like the sound, like the orchestra kind of like build essentially. Um, Billie Eilish is doing her thing, whereas Adele was doing her, her thing, obviously. I like when the Bond songs are orchestral. Yes. Like with the Chris Cornell on Casino Royale, there's there's the orchestral version in the movie, which is brilliant. And then there's one on his album that's just all that stripped down. It's just uh, rock instruments. Oh. And I like. I mean, so I like this kind of. Yeah. yeah. It should sound like it belongs in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when this song came out, people were like upset about it because they thought it wasn't a good Bond song. Um, but I disagree. I think it's really good. I, mean, I think it's it's very brooding for sure. Yes. Like it's not like like this is as as big as it gets. Right. I at feel this like, point. Yeah. I feel but like I like it. I think it's good. It's kind of a reflection on um, like kind of modern or of this age pop. It's a little more stripped down, a little more like mm-hmm. focused in, and uh, not the big horn blasts and like sweeping mm-hmm. instrumentals and stuff. Yeah. 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 And this is for like the most recent movie, right? This is my yeah, first yeah. exposure I, to Billie Eilish. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. This is the last movie. She, I'm, I'm not familiar with her work, but the stuff that I have heard, I'm like, cool, good. This was also Hans Zimmer's debut doing James Bond music. What? So, what? Yeah, he did this uh, the score, and he also took some of her vocals and included it in the score, which was unheard of. Some of wow. her like, hmm. yeah, and. Uh, it's also it's funny there's a few parts because I guess they wanted to reminisce more emotionally hard-hitting films is that there's a couple points where he's like he just plays the theme from Honor Majesty's Secret Service and I'm like I like it but I don't know where it's mm. coming from <laughs> and then at the end of the movie in the credits he plays Louis Armstrong's song oh from that gosh. movie so that oh, wow. is I for me that's one of the all-time great Bond moments when that Louis Armstrong song comes on mm-hmm. and the car is driving through his tunnel it's like it's like a gun barrel yeah. sequence yeah but a car yeah it's yeah. a car barrel it's a car barrel <laughs> aren't all tunnels just car barrels they're car barrels i can't lie they're that's car a, barrels. that's a really good point actually yes they are uh do you guys want another drink sure, sure. Take, another, take a break we'll be right back we are back from our break. Got our uh, drinks in hand. I just sat here in the dark the whole time. Yes, that's yeah, true. You we were, were gone for, for a couple hours. Yeah. Thank you for waiting. Yeah. That was very nice of you. Allie, do you have another Bond saying you want to break out for us? Nope. Come on, Allie. Break I out don't, because we're cutting out the other one that we read. Everybody no. <laughs> was like, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> is that is that one? No. Did they say slap? No. Oh. My one of my favorites is when um this guy is climbing out of a building and on the building there is a big like advertisement of a woman and the guy happens to be climbing out of win- a window that in the building that's like in the woman's mouth and Bond uh, the guy that's with Bond shoots him kills the guy and then Bond says she should have kept her mouth shut. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> From Russia with love. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> Let's hear what a woman has to say. <laughs> Let's hear from a woman. <laughs> Let's hear from a woman. We have 
past and future guests, Hannah Parr. She submitted You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra. Nice. Ooh. Is that from a movie called You Only Live Twice? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and um, she didn't t- uh, have anything to say about it here, but she did decide to come here and share a few mm. words, but she's outside, so we're gonna open that sliding glass door. Come on in, Hannah. Hannah, is that a real gun? Wow, Hannah came in with a gun. I'm packing heat today. Wow, why do you have a gun? Ooh, well, I'm just gonna be ready for anything, you know? Re- uh, what, like a gun shooting Hello. contest? Oh, you do have pie all over your face, <laughs> You came in with pie on your face and a gun in your hand. Pie on my face. Yeah. What kind of gun is that? It's a Luger. No, no, no. It's a... <laughs> I got confused. I brought the wrong gun. Uh, it's a Walther PPK. Oh, Walther PPK. Oh, I thought it was a handgun, but you got a rifle. No, no. You, your eyes betray you, young one. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's Bond's gun. Oh, it's Bond's gun. His little tiny gun. Just kidding. Nicholas, for God's sake. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, who do we have here? <laughs> who is this? Uh, Hannah, who is this? Sean? Is that you, is Sean? Sean? I was supposed to be in the car. Oh, but you decided to come in. I stepped out to have a cigar. Oh, but you're here now. Yeah, you do smell strongly of uh, cigar smoke. Do you agree with Hannah's choice of You Only Live Twice? It's a wonderful film. and uh, uh, Yeah. They, they had real sumo wrestlers in it, and uh, I looked away at those. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't. Oh, really? Is that why you chose this song? Yeah. You Only uh, Live <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Uh, two two lifetimes of sumo, uh, two lifetimes of following professional <laughs> sumo wrestling. Tripping over enough. your words, you're flustered. Your wow. face is. I can, you're, I can see your red face <laughs> behind that pie. I did not know that you were that into sumo. That's why I put pie on my face. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well. Let's get into You Only Live Twice. Get into that mood. Get yes, into please. the sumo wrestling uh, professionals. Thank you, Hannah, for stopping by. Absolutely. And thank you, Sean. You, uh, what's your last name, Sean? Schmiff. Oh, oh, nice. Nice, nice sure to meet you. <laughs> Here is you Walk only. me out, Sean. <laughs> Take my hand, Sean. This is the same hand I slapped Barbara Walters with. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? Didn't like, he was on an interview and he like said to Barbara Walters like, "Yeah, well, sometimes it's uh, if women argue too much, you need to hit them or something." Why? No, he's like, "If if they don't leave the argument alone, you just smack like them a little bit." <laughs> well, that's don't that's, talk about Sean Smith. Sean, are you going to take this? <laughs> Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Speechless. All right. Uh, Here is You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra.
is such an interesting Bond song. Yeah. So good. One of the all-time great. What was it? Was this a riff? It's a oh. song. <laughs> no, like the <laughs> a yeah, melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melody yeah. from the all-time what great melodies. That? That's amazing. That's like, what instrument is that? Well, originally, like, I mean, at the beginning, it was what strings. Yeah, that's John Barry's backing soundtrack. Yeah, and then through the song, it's like, was that guitar? What's an instrument? <laughs> Someone tell me. <laughs> I just want to know what that. Yeah, like, what is that played with? Oh yeah. Um, that's, that's, that. Yeah. You mean like electric guitar? Yeah, it sounds like an electric guitar. Like it like sounds like a little toy electric guitar. <laughs> yeah. A little Love Fisher it. Price action. Yeah. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams? Robbie. Who's that? Williams. It's a British pop star, right? He used this strings, these, this melody. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's so good. That's so good. good. I do like that. was a beautiful opening oh, and it's, ending. It's in middle. one of the best. I like that a lot. Uh, is that in your top ten, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Matt just got a far away look. Well, no, because now I'm going through the ranking now. No, it's also like uh, Nancy Sinatra does. She's on the Kill Bill soundtrack. She does that "Bang Bang, My yeah. Baby Shot Me Down." That's a oh, and so that's good. one of yes. my favorite versions of that song too. I just love her voice. That's great. Apparently, yeah. the only beside behind the scenes interval I know about this is she was reportedly terrified to sing "You Only Live Twice." She was really young. She wasn't mm-hmm. like. And then like one of the pro- either it was Sean Connery or one of the producers was just like relax. You're gonna, to yeah, her. you're gonna nail it. You're gonna do great. And then she just did it. So mm, nice. And then she Slap, nailed it. And she did great. Some confidence. That's awesome. Her. Another thing that's awesome. Let's get into another submission. We have a voice submission by Araya. 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 And she had this to say. I haven't listened to it yet, so I'm just going to play it right now. So my favorite actual Bond song is Goldfinger. Oh. (laughs) I I think Change Mm. by Sandra Ngake could be a contender because it has a lot of those visual descriptions and that same sort of deep sonorous voice. And I, she ta- talks about changing, she talks about cities. And so I'm picturing the visuals of buildings exploding into butterflies. And um, maybe Bond is trying to find a new life or change himself. He's wanting to emerge as a different person. And I would just think that would be such a rad opening sequence. I'm here for that opening sequence. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I love it. Did she send that song? She sent me a different... Change by Sandra Ngak. Yes, she did. She's she's saying that that could be a Bond song, I think. Which Which is something I'm excited about because I was like... What should be a Bond song? What is your, this is a Bond song? Yeah. Is that what she was saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was saying also that Goldfinger. And then she made like a, like she, a premise for the movie, like too. she was like likening it to Goldfinger. Right. Okay. All right. Well, this is going to be one of our first, if not only, uh, songs that. So in our submissions, we said, what's your favorite Bond song? But we also said, what would be. Who, which artist or band would you love to make a Bond song? Because who do you think would do it the best? And so that's what Araya is saying. Change by Sandra Nukake. Nukake? Nukake. And that sounds a little something like this. 
Ch-ch-ch-ch-chain. Oh, sorry, never mind. <laughs> I thought that, I thought that was just me. so <laughs> You tricked me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this song like especially with that guitar yeah yeah i like that very very uh, kind of a uh, 60s sounding sound yeah that's good i like her voice is very fitting too with mm-hmm. like the yeah, it is the rhythm of a james bond song mm-hmm. i like it let's get her on i've never heard of her before maybe that's why she's never made a bond song mm. it's good it'd be a nice Change. What? David Bowie was almost in a James Bond movie. Oh, in a really? movie? He supposedly was going to be the bad guy in A View to a Kill, and then they went with Christopher Walken instead. Ooh. Oh. Hmm. Christopher Walken was really good. No, I didn't know he was in a Bond movie. I watch these movies. You gotta watch them. What is it? What's his name? Jim? Uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Oh. David Bowie. <laughs> is that, the, is that J- what you're looking uh, for? James no, Bond. No, the, the main character's name is James, James, James Bond. James Bond. Oh, okay. James Bond. Yeah, he sounds cool. Bond. Bond. A 007. Thank you, Aurea, for that submission. That was good. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, speaking of A View to Kill, we have a submission by Darren Desart. He says, for my Bond song, I choose A View to Kill. To, oh, sorry. A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. The movie. Oh, here we go. The movie was meh. <laughs> but it did feature uh, it, 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 it did feature Christopher Walken <laughs> and Grace Jones as antagonist to Roger Moore's Bond. Yeah, they were very good in that movie. I love the opening to the song with the drums and bass building up to the lyrics. The song is so eighty. Someone gets killed with a butterfly on a on a fishing fishing pole. hook. <laughs> Darren, <What>? Darren, <laughs> congratulations! You have stumbled on my number one submission. I was waiting to see if somebody oh. else picked it. And awesome. I love this track wow. so much. He wins the prize. 
This fits on so many playlists. I love the first, when they first say uh, the lyrics of You to a Kill, there's a little flourish with the guitar after that. That's Mm. my favorite part of the song. But anyway. Wow. Wow. Darren. Someone someone picked it. The prize you just won, Darren. Yeah. We'll think of something. We'll think, but it's not going to be monetary. Because you can't put a price on it. It's not going to be monetary, and it's not going to be physical. It's not going to be fictional. It's not going to be like fake fictional. It's not going to be physical. It's not going to be pictorial. Pictorial. It's not going to be metaphorical or spiritual or uh, imaginational. I still have submissions I'll do, but like this was that was my number one. I'm glad somebody else picked it. Yeah, yeah. you got it. We got gotcha. you. Thank we you, Darren. It. We did it. We cracked um, the code. We're not even going to play it. Just thank you, and we're going to move on. <laughs> Trust us, it's really good. It's this probably, it's probably really good. Pieces right now. <laughs> he also says, um, "One of my favorite musical periods." I don't know what that means. The eighties. Aha did a James Bond track too. Yes, oh, they did. Wow. Because I just knew Aha was the ones who did that James Bond song. Then I heard Take on Me. And I'm like, this is great. Who does it? Oh, and it, then I so I've heard about oh, it in reverse Bond order. Is. But James Bond is um, really a big part of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> we should do an episode about James Bond with you. Yeah, some someday when you, when you guys watch more of the movies, let me on and we can talk about them. Yeah, anyway. yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know nobody's picking oh, Aha, so favorite. I just got that off my chest now. <laughs> Maybe we'll get together and watch all the Austin Power movies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be more manageable. You can do all that in a day, right? I'm sure. They're probably like 90 minutes. But we're not doing that right now. We're doing A View to a Kill by yes. Duran Duran. Is a journey the to be dancing into the fire, fatal dreams. Is that what he says? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody <laughs> listens to the lyrics for these songs. The music video for this is really crazy, too. It's like neon and glow in the dark and like ski oh, goggles. I bet it is. 
This is one of my favorite scores. He's right, the movie is meh, but the score is really good. Especially some of the tracks that directly take the, like, the melody from View to a Kill. Interesting. This doesn't... I I have no... I have nothing against this song other than this does not sound like a James Bond song. This sounds yeah. just like a Duran Duran song. I think the story was like the lead singer of Duran Duran, who I'm assuming is du- either Duran or Duran. Yeah. He was talking to like one of the producers for James Bond. He's like, when are you going to have someone good do the opening sequence? And then that's how he wow. like, got That was his like foot wow. in the door. Wow. They, like, so. I can't believe he negged his way into <laughs> yeah. James Bond. Yeah, this doesn't, it's not cinematic or orchestral like other James Bond. It's like fun to listen to though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very interesting. This is like, because they're a very popular pop band. Pop band? I only started exploring them because they did a James Bond song. That was where I was like, I wonder what else they do. And then I started finding out other We know Matt. <laughs> that is so interesting. <laughs> Sorry. That is, that is uh, Matt. I've only known you for a couple hours, but that was a very Matt thing of you to say. <laughs> That's the worst story I ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, Duran Duran does. Um, what do they do? Actually, now that I think about it. What is their they did song? that aha Wild song. <laughs> Wild uh, Hunger Boys. like the wolf. Girls yes. on film. Hunger, yes. Reach like up for the sunrise. The and Wild Boys. What's Wild Boys? Wild Boys. Ding 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 ding. Wild Boys. Okay. Ordinary world. Hungry like the wolf. Come undone. Girls on film. Save a prayer. I forgot about Come Undone. No Wild Boys. Not on the top five. Can at I least. get a Wild Boys? I like Rio. Rio was a good one. Re- oh, and then good. it goes Rio's a view to good. a kill. Oh, yeah. that's number six. We got Rio, number seven, mm-hmm. the Wild Boys, number there eight, the go. live version. Ooh. And then read the reflex and then save a prayer again. Interesting. I guess I don't know Duran Duran as much. I think I just get them and another band mixed up, and that band is Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, Depeche Mode. I just said that as a joke, but no, no, that was, that was it. <laughs> they sound nothing alike. I know. Well, oh. that's why I was like, I don't. I just get the names. Maybe some tracks off the Exciter album, you could confuse it. Like this sounds a little bit like Duran Duran, but hmm. well, I, just I, like depressed Duran Duran. I've only ever heard this now and um, Hungry Like the Wolf, so I don't know why I got those mixed up. Uh, but anyways, that's okay. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, Matt. Um, for your number one pick. Wow, number premature, but I'm okay with it. Uh, let's get into a um secondary. You guys know what I mean by that? Yeah, a, a band that should have done do it. I do now. Done a Bond song. So, Matt, I'm sure you may know the have the knowledge in your brain for Leas. Bond songs are done obviously by you know famous musicians, artists, but sometimes. These a famous musician and artist make a song and they don't actually make the cut. Do you know any other bands that have done that? And yes, okay. I think Blondie was going to do one of the late, either the Living, I think the Living Daylights. Um, it was one of the later, either Dalton or Late Moore films, and that got. Um, they just didn't end up doing that one. I, I will tell you for Tomorrow Never Dies, Katie Lang uh, did a oh, song called Tomorrow wow. Never Dies, and. 
um, David Arnold, that was his first soundtrack. He did the soundtrack, all the cues in the soundtrack based on that song. Oh, wow. And then at the last minute, the producers were like, we really like the Sheryl Crow version. So that's the version that's going in the movie. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. well, this is weird because then when the end credits show up, then you hear the song that the soundtrack was pulling from at the end. That's Katie Lang's version. So they're both in the movie, but she got <laughs> downgraded to end credits. Weird. So, Interesting they both got played, though. That's what I thought should be. That's what I think should happen with these. Like, if you have yeah. someone that's a runner up and like, we almost want with that, just put it in the movie like at the end or something. But, yeah. Maybe they didn't want to pay them, and with in that case, they maybe they already paid her. <laughs> maybe, but another scenario: Blake Keys submitted Radiohead, and they made a song called "Spectre" for the movie Spectre. What, He's, uh, who, what was the song in Spectre? Sam, Sam Smith, Smith writing on the oh wall. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, Spectre would have been such a better choice. <sighs> he said, "I mean, Sam Smith's song is really good." He said, "It's also not, true. It's yeah. not that." He it's said, uh, such a perfect opening song, even though they didn't end up using it. And then he also said, uh, somebody did an edit of the opening credits showing how it would have been with the Radiohead song. The video has a long intro, but the song starts at one minute and 45 seconds. Okay, so it's not the Star Wars one I was thinking of, but he, someone, I guess, edited in this song instead. You know, just for context, there is somebody took like <laughs> a, uh, they did a James Bond style video for The Empire Strikes Back. So if you just think about how a James Bond music video is. And then imagine that being done for Empire Strikes Back with all the, the 3D models and like yeah. lightsabers and stuff. And uh, picture, but th- I want to see this one too. I haven't seen this. So yeah, it's a great song. He also said, I didn't end up really liking Spectre anyway, but it's Same. still really sad that we finally got a Radiohead Bond song and they just scrapped it. Yeah. Why? The Sam Smith song is pretty good, but nowhere near as at- atmospheric and cool as Radiohead song. Radiohead has grown on me. I did not like them at first, and then I got more into it and love it now. Yeah, they were kind of a childhood band for me at this point, but I I haven't listened to In Rainbows. Kitty band. (laughs) Kitty band? Kitty band. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't understand what's happening. I don't know. I like to sit in it sometimes. You said said a childhood (laughs) band. Sometimes Gabe says things, and then we just... We kitty just l- band. We let kitty. It simmer. Thank you, Gabe. Very K-I-D-D-Y. cool. K i d d y. Kitty. Okay. No, kitty. <laughs> I thought you said like kitty. A cat. No, it's like, kitty. No, I d. Kitty cat band. Kitty. <laughs> I'm a kitty cat. So here is Radiohead's version of Spectre.
pretty much everything I expect a Radiohead Bond song to be. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, unabashed. Just like it's not a Bond song. It's just a Radiohead song that <laughs> yeah is should be a Bond song. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. yeah, it is really good. But I do feel like it's more of a Radiohead song. Not even with that orchestra build. No, the orchestra is really good, but like the. This could easily be converted into a Radiohead song. Yeah, yeah. Yes. just add some of their For usual sure. keyboard and stuff behind it. But the, but I think Bond movies in the '70s, mostly in the '70s, did that where they just like got an artist and the, it was their the artist's song, and it kind of became the movie. You know, mm. you you might be like hitting on and, one of my submissions. No, not not live and let die, but that is an awesome one. Live and let die is a weird song, a weird Wings, Paul McCartney, Linda yeah, McCartney. That is a yeah. song. I that feel like really song. took off. Too. Heard the most because it's just on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that's not a Bond song, but that's like their song, and now it's like because it's associated so much with that movie, it's a Bond song. That could have been that this song. Oh, yeah. I do oh. feel like. Um, I'm just, I'm not saying that this shouldn't have been the song. Okay, don't don't attack me for saying this. Careful. But I do feel like the Sam Smith song uh, uh. was a little bit more of a banger. Yeah. What? Like yeah, a ballad. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> like a ballad kind of oh. song. Or like was a. Was it though? I don't even remember uh, it. Exactly. Yeah. I did because my mom and I have seen all the Bond movies together. I'm like, what would your submission be as a best Bond song? She's like the Sam Smith one. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'm not, I'm not submitting yours then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say sorry for dissing your mom, but it's not bad. I'm not saying that Radiohead. She had alternates, just like better. Me, so. I think yeah. the Radiohead song is like a better song. Do you not like the Sam Smith one then? I mean, I to to be fair, I only really heard it in the theater, mm-hmm. so I haven't re-listened to it. I should. I should give it another shot. Um, yeah. But, but not I, on this podcast. When I heard this Radiohead <laughs> song, I was like, I'm going to listen. I need to listen to this again. Yeah. Every the time Sam I hear this song, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. And it's called Writings on the Wall. It's not even called Spectre. Yeah. We well, then, yeah, that happens sometimes. That was a lot of the Craig ones. Like Another Way or um, Another Way to Die is the song for Quantum of Solace, but it's not in the title. You Know My Name is the song for Casino Royale. Who um, did um oh yeah, another way to die weird. was done by Jack White and Alicia Keys. Yeah. That, that one one's so polarizing. Yeah. That one wh- it's polarizing. What? I, I love Why? it, but I've heard people I've just heard that some people hate it. I you know, oh. it's on my gym playlist. It's it's a gym playlist it? good. Yeah. Let's get into another way to die submitted by uh Nathan Gordon. Mm. This follows one of the best introductions in any Bond film, that car chase at the beginning of Quantum, the best part of the whole movie, to me anyway. Oh, I've, I thought, never, I've never seen it. Uh, just watch the beginning and then watch the uh, music video and then turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, kidding. let's see what Nathan has to say about it. Come on in, Nathan. Hi, how's it going, Nathan? Hello. Uh, so you chose Another Way to Die. Is this your favorite uh, Bond movie, um, Quantum of Solace? Um, uh Yes. Oh, it is. Mm. Oh, I love your oh, accent, by the way. Thank you. Um, so that's that that's that, uh, that Reno accent. Yeah, you got that uh, Reno uh, from uh, Little Las Vegas. From Reno nine one one. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, tell us, pot. tell us why you chose this song, "Another Way to Die" by Jack White and Alicia Keys. Um, because I think that thinking of if 
if you're in a situation where you might die, it's nice to think of another way that to die. That's true. That mm. is true. Because, like, let's say you're burning alive. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I'd be running through my head is, like, I wish I was drowning. I wish I was drowning. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because Thank then you. this fire would be Thank out. You. I'd still be dying. Yes. But I would be, be burning alive. You'd be thinking of a alive. different way that doesn't right. hurt that But much. then when you're drowning, you're like, I wish I, wish I, was, I was on fire. I wish I was on fire. Because yeah. this, uh, this is agony. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is exactly. true. That's true. So that is that. That's why you chose this song. Yes, because of that feeling. Because I like to think of ways to die. Um, how many times do you think of that a day? At least three times a day when I listen to this song. Three times. Oh, you listen to the song three times a day. At least breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm, no, in between. Oh, okay. Uh, so wait, have you you've seen this movie then? Right. No. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> here's the thing. You said no first. It, it leads me to believe that you actually haven't seen this movie and no, you actually I've only listen to it. You see, you've seen, seen it. Okay, I've what happens it. in the movie? Um, James Bond, he uh, is a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And there's a girl. There's a girl, there is, right? There is. Yeah. She, yeah. And that's it. What happens to the bad guy? Dies. How does he die? Forget. He forgot <laughs> he himself forgot. to death? He dies of uh, dementia? I forget. Oh, you forget. You died of dementia. You're dying of dementia. Wow. Oh, so since you're dying of dementia now, how, how do you wish you think you could die? I wish that I could remember everything that I ever said. And then your Just brain like, explodes like scanners. Oh, I was thinking of uh, uh, King of the Crystal Skulls because uh, the, the character dies because too much information's in yeah, her Yeah, that's head. my other favorite movie. Yeah, my. <laughs> Wait, what was your first? This one, Quantum of Solace? Quantum of Solace. And you've definitely seen it. Yeah. And you can't tell me how the bad guy dies. No. Okay. That's the only thing I know about this I movie. I forget my other favorite movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that tracks. Here's Another Way to Die by Jack White and Alicia Keys. Thank you. Why Alicia Keys is featuring this song? I, is she singing? Yeah, it seems like yeah. Yeah, that's her. Okay. That's her. Oh, this is her now. Sorry. She's also earlier. Mm -hmm. 
Sizzler is such an interesting pairing. Yeah. Jack White and Alicia Keys. Yeah. I like the I like this. Yeah. Because I like that it's <laughs> idiosyncratic. It, yeah. And this is like why that Radiohead song should have because it's unique. Used. Yeah, because yeah. it's unique. It's not like the listen. I'm sorry, but the mumblecore of Billy Irish, Irish, Billy <laughs> Irish, yeah. and and Sam Smith, and Sam Smith does not mumble. Yeah, sorry, can, mumble a little bit. I would make a counterpoint, but I actually don't remember how that song goes. So I've got to listen to it. Exactly. He doesn't mumble in it. That's for sure. Yeah, I listen. Baby. I'm not saying this yeah. is the best one. I'm just saying it's not as bad as you guys are making it out to be. Yeah, probably not. I just can't remember. This uh, Jack White song is very much a Jack White song. If you guys are familiar with his music, it yeah. sounds, sounds exactly like this. Like this. Yeah. yeah. I really like the song. I re- think this is probably the one I've heard the most because it was played on the radio a lot. Oh. This is also one of those songs where the, you don't find the melody of this song throughout the James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not that kind of track. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It'd be much more like... I feel like action if that would be the case. Yeah. This is more rock and roll. Um, ne- like I said, I've never seen this movie. I was told that if you watch this movie immediately after watching Casino Royale, it just feels like one long movie. That's what I have heard, but I haven't done it. But yeah, it's supposed to be, it's like an addendum where you yeah. find out what happened to the girl in the last movie. Yeah. It's very much a continuation. So I am curious because I was invested in that first story. I just never picked it up again. Well, the way the way Casino Royale ends and the beginning of this picks up is like seamless, like they were, which is different directors, but they just pick up right after each other. So oh, that was cool. Interesting. Like it's literally minutes after Casino Royale ends, this movie picks up. Oh my gosh, it's like Force Awakens and uh, the, the one after Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> the one yeah. the, the last Jedi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just like that, right, Matt? Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> Where, like, James Bond flies up to the bomber and he's like, can you put your mother on the phone? I'd like to speak to her. And then it was a distraction. Yeah, yeah. and also he, he says, uh, let me uh, speak to um, Colonel Hugs, right? Well, then he tries to give Q his lightsaber back and Q just, like, throws it in the garbage. Mm, yeah, love that yeah, part. I love that part. It's good. He's like, grow up, 007. Remember, remember when uh, Mom dies because she gets sucked into the vacuum of space, but then she uses her gadgets to come back and she actually okay, lives? Okay, <laughs> let's just Did move on. Mom? Mary Poppins her way back in. This is yeah. not what we're here to talk about. Let's move on. I apologize. Um, doesn't <laughs> 007 call her Mon or Mom? He does. He calls her Mom? Mom. Mom. He calls her Mom? Yeah. Mom's the they word. They say it so fast. I think it's like the he same ca- the same way that like people say auntie. Yeah. Is that a British thing? I never like fully underststood it. Sometimes it would happen in movies and television shows and that's my only exposure to British yeah, it's culture. Like a, it's like a endearing like older mon? lady. Mon? Mom. What's up, Mon? Mom. Oh. Mom, what's mom? Up, mom? You thought it was mom? <laughs> no, I said mom at first. Uh, it's not mom. It's, it's mum. M- oh, it's mum. They call her mum, right? In the movies? Yes. He calls her mom. Who we're saying, you're yes. talking about. 007 yeah, Judy calls Dench. Judy Dench mom. Mom, yeah. You She's couldn't, all, you couldn't she, do that with the previous M because the previous M was male, and that would have been really weird. Yeah. Dame Judy Dench is a mum. Sigmund Freud. She's but all no, our mum. She's, she's, uh, she's, what's that character's name? Judy M. Yeah. M. M. She's M in the Pierce Brosnan ones, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was weird for a, uh, they recast everybody except for Judy Dench because they're like, <laughs> we really like what you did. Uh, we're going to keep you. 
I know. I like John Cleese as Q. I thought he was like a fun. Yeah. As a kid, I liked they it. They could have kept him. I liked it. Yeah. I, I really liked uh, Pierce Brosnan and Goldeneye first interacting with Q because that was where, but like Q has always been like the older uncle and like the father figure to Bond. And yeah. then it was cool to have Ben Wishaw portray Q in Skyfall is it's just the reverse dynamic. Like Bond is the old agent who's like used to yeah. doing things That's without true. gadgets. Yeah. And then he shows up and he's like, he's you're, like you're just a kid. Wrong. and. I do like that. That is a good dynamic. And that actor, you think he's kind of just like a little kid. He was in a movie called uh, Women Talking, and he destroyed me. I was in tears. Really? <laughs> he was a little kid yeah. compared to the other guy. Yeah, I mean, you really true. could see because he was in Q was in every. I mean, he was Q throughout from from Russia with Love onward up until the world is not enough. So he, uh, he oh yeah. So wait, not uh, wait, John Cleese? No, uh, uh, D- Desmond Llewellyn. Oh okay. I'm not familiar with Desmond. Desmond Llewellyn, mm-hmm. then John Cleese, and then Ben Wenchard. Well, if, you, if you've ever seen cool... a Bond movie with with Q in it, it's probably uh, Desmond Llewellyn. There's been three Qs. Uh, right? I've only seen, no, I've only seen uh, Q is Cleese. Also, Q shows up in Never Say Never Again. I mean, that's not official, but he, of course, wasn't the same actor, too. They picked like a whole different cast. Mm. So. Oh, wow. No, I've only seen Brosman and Craig. My actually. favorite part is... Uh, in Goldeneye, when he's interacting with Q, he's going around the Q branch and showing him all these all these gadgets from the background. Like everything is a gadget. Like he puts his papers on the table, and the table's a document scanner. This is like in 1994. <laughs> and then there's like there's umbrellas with like tricks on them, and like shooting poison gas. Like the whole lab is a mess. So he sees this sandwich sitting there as Q's talking to him, and he just picks it up and he's like looking at it, trying to figure out where the gadget. <laughs> and Q's like, "Don't touch that!" and grabs it. He goes, "That's my lunch." <laughs> and just, I love that that line. Like even he goes in, and Q's got his leg in a cast, and he's like. Oh, what happened? Were you skiing? And then the leg shoots a rocket out of it and blows something up across the room because I was hunting. So that's good. That's, that's like only... my favorite Q scene in any movie. Which one was that? That was Goldeneye. So that was oh. the the new actor interacting with the uh, beloved Q character. So we wanted to see how he did, and he did great. Nice. I will look into that. I think Ali and I are maybe gonna go into into these movies well, let's do it if you Maybe. don't have the time there's a youtube video out there called every bond q scene ever and it just has them all in order <laughs> from from dr no to uh no time to die it's just like all of them i guess i'll just watch that then. yeah it'll save you some time all right matt let's get into your your top three we already got your number one we got a view to a kill oh, we got a view to a kill yeah. the first one is short and it's not a lot of people's favorite, but I love it because it's simple and charming and nice. And that is Matt Monroe from Russia with Love. Ooh. That was the first song to accompany a James Bond movie. Oh. Um, because Dr. No didn't have like a title sequence. And this wasn't in a title sequence. This played at the end as Bond and Tatiana Romanova sail away in Venice, throwing the incriminating microfilm into the water. And then this song kicks in and plays over the, <laughs> but over the it, credits. This uh, is a really good song. And it's also on the radio at some point during the movie, which is funny when movies do that. They yeah. like, they're, they're, they're scrolling through the radio and this song pops up on the radio. So Yeah, like when mm. the Imperial March theme plays in Solo. Is that what does it? I haven't seen Solo. Uh, yeah, uh, he's like signing, uh, Solo's signing up for the Imperial, no, for the Empire, like the military. And in the speakers, you can hear dent. Dun, 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 like elevator dun. music yeah pretty much <laughs> so like, oh. that. i would try to watch solo on netflix sorry for, and then we had the assembly in the morning and i was like i'll see how far i can get into this and they threw him in the pit with like this monster and it turned out being chewbacca and han was like speaking chewbacca language and i was like i can't i can't do this and then i just went to bed <laughs> and i never I, I should try it again i've heard i've heard good things um 
Yeah, I, Allie and I, I do not remember that part. Oh, I actually, I, <laughs> I mean, actually I remember did like that him part. being in the pit, but I don't remember him speaking. It is a bit awkward because no, he's, he's not really broken. Uh, yeah, he's got broken uh, chewy talk. Um, Chewbock talk. But you know who doesn't have broken Wookie talk? Matt Monroe singing from Russia with Love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> From Russia with love, I fly to you, much wiser since my goodbye to you. I've traveled the world to learn. From Russia with love I've seen places, faces And smiled for a moment But oh, you haunted me so Still my tongue-tied Young pride Would not let my love For you show In case you'd say no To Russia actually picture this even haven't seen this movie they're sailing off in the sunset on a boat yeah in venice yeah, i can totally see this song yeah. i can see like uh james uh singing this song <laughs> funny part about this is in the movie there's a ru- evil uh russian agent named rosa club and she has a poison knife in her shoe yeah. and she like confronts bond and he did she pops that and they're like fighting and then the girl like saves him by shooting her Oh. And so in the book, I'm reading and it's at the end. He's about to capture Rosa Kleb and she pops the knife out of her shoe. I'm like, okay, well, just like in the movie, I know how this is going to end. And then she kicks James Bond and he drops dead. Oh, because in From Russia with Love, he killed the character in that book. And I was like, what? And then the movie was over. It's like, Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program. And I was like, I, I did not enjoy this. Wow. Why is James Bond? And then apparently in the next book, because people demanded he bring the character back, like James Bond's like, well, he didn't really die. He was in the hospital and he got better. And then that's uh, Dr. No. That is wild. So like in the beginning of the movie, Dr. No, it's the first ever James Bond movie. And Emma's like, it's time you turn in your gun because you've made mistakes. And then they like, give him a new gun. Well, that makes sense in the book because in the previous book, he died. <laughs> but yeah, in the movie, it's out of sequence. Mistake. But I just wow. thought it was so jarring That's to me crazy. in the book because I had no idea in the book how it went. I'm just because, listening to it, like expecting it. Especially in the movie, because like if that character is going to kill Bond, like it's this old lady <laughs> with, a, with a knife in her boot. Well, she had in the book, she had other like poisoned like knives she was trying to attack him with, and he knew they were poison, and he like disarmed her, and then had her like he got a chair, like got her like up against where they could arrest her, and then she has the one knife left, and it was in her shoe, and nobody knew, and then Bond didn't even know what happened. He just was like, "Why do I suddenly feel like not?" And he just dies crazy Yeesh. rookie mistake and then uh, you always check the shoes 
Always. Yeah. That's why we at the airport. Well, in Goldfinger, <laughs> we in the book. We have to check our shoes. In the book, they- uh, Right, guys? They read that book and they were like, oof, we got to up our security. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. In the oh. book, Goldfinger, actually, they capture James Bond, <laughs> but they don't take his shoes. And that was like the his dad, he had knives, in, well, a knife in That's his shoe. That's the so, mistake <laughs> I was like, That's, he like, they give him back all his things and he like checks his shoes. He's like, yep, the knives are still in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are we teaching our children? Shoe knives? Anyway, it's insane. That's so, a beautiful song, though. I like that song a lot. So to introduce this next one, so uh, Desmond Llewellyn filmed his last scene as Q in The World Is Not Enough, and that was his last film. It was like a goodbye scene, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he died. And so in the on the VHS tape- In and, real life? Yeah, in real life, too. Oh. Okay. He retired in the in the movies, but he died in real life. Um, and the VHS tape I had, and this ended up being on the DVD too, they have a highlight reel of all of the Q scenes, all the different funny moments and quips mm. between Q and Bond. And they set it to this, which I'm surprised nobody submitted because it's such a great song, is from The Spy Who Loved Me, Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. Yes. And it's, it's, it is more of a Carly Simon song, I would say, but it fits perfectly with the James exactly. Bond. Exactly. Yeah. I love it when the artist does their own song. Yes. And that is very much what this is. Yes. So just picture it. In, it. You can actually find the video on YouTube too. I think if you type in like "does uh, nobody does it better" tribute Q video, this will pop up. But mm. is it um, with Marvin Hamlish or just Carly Simon? Carly Mar- Marvin Hamlish did the score. This was a rare early Bond that John Barry did not do the score for. But mm. whenever he wasn't doing a film score, he either was working on another movie or he was like running from British taxes and like out of the country. So. Mm. One of those two. Flip a coin. Um, here is Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon and Marvin Hamlish. Nobody does it better Makes me feel sad He said the thing. <laughs> okay, so with this, nobody does it better, and that Duran Duran one, you picked two that I feel like are not traditional Bond songs. They're more just like good songs <laughs> on their own. But it doesn't sound like a Bond song to me, which is weird that we have a precedent for Bond songs. It's almost just like... Yeah, I kind of wish they would like pepper these in. Like pepper Mm -hmm. these like songwriters just making songs about what they think the movie is going to be about knowing nothing about the movie, (laughs) just knowing a title. Yeah, Yeah, people complained about From Russia With Love that the lyrics have nothing to do with the movie. And I'm like, good, that's what I like about it. It just, you know, it's a great song. Yeah, just like this one. You do, 
to this book because this is the next book for me in the series and supposedly it's not told from the point of view of Bond but from the Bond girl in the story so that's what I've heard I haven't read the book so I'm looking forward to my next audible credit I know where it's going Ian Fleming writing from a woman's perspective I'm interested maybe I heard wrong but I want to believe that me too we'll Um, find out this is Roger Moore right yeah um, this there is, the one that is it, something to like the whimsical nature of a Roger Moore film that yeah. lets the uh, musical artist do whatever they want. Because I like, it can yeah. be like a little looser, just feel good. You know, you're going to have a good time. You're going to laugh. You're going <laughs> to, you're going to, you you might not cry. You're going to laugh. You're going to uh, laugh. <laughs> You know, Roger Moore for me was a little bit campy for my taste, but like because I grew up on those movies, like those are the I most- I love fit. it. Like whenever I read a James Bond novel when I was in high school, I read a couple of them. By default, I would picture uh, Roger Moore. Yeah. Oh. By the way, who do you, I was going to ask this question earlier for you guys, who do you think, uh, I, I hate to spoil the last James Bond movie, but based on what happens, it is unlikely that Daniel Craig will return in another one. Mm. Also, he's just, you know, probably aging out of the role. So yeah. who would be your pick or who do you think they would pick for James Bond? Um, mine was I'll I'll jump in here mine was I think they need to go back I think this is not gonna happen now they're not gonna dig up Sean Connery again (laughs) I think they gotta go back okay I think they gotta go back to the 60s Tom Hiddleston as a 60s Bond Mm, like a period piece yeah that'd be cool period piece because they've done everything but period piece Bond movies it'd be be cool to see a dystopian like a slightly dystopian dystopia 60s where the gadgets are like a cyberpunk no I mean it's still like the 60s we know but like he's got like a top hat on with goggles on it they call it James Tron (laughs) (laughs) like a steampunk kind of thing Tron forget James Tron what are you trying to say you said you said dystopian but then you said 60s I, I, I still want them to keep I guess I just want them to keep like a 60s that doesn't know what the future looks like. Oh, so, like a Fallout James Bond. No. Oh. So like... Um, a 60s that doesn't know what the future sounds like. Looks like. Yeah. Feels like. Uh, tastes like. Tastes like. <laughs> smells like. <laughs> um, no, like, uh, like you know, you see those gadgets in like older movies and they're like, oh, in the year 2000 we'll have, you know, jetpacks or something. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I want to see yeah, like... Yeah, that's Fallout. So like popular science <laughs> issues from the 60s saying like we're going to have flying cars yeah, in 20 years yeah, yeah, this is yeah. what they're going to look like. Yeah, yeah so I want like a, a 60s where um, they think that there's, <laughs> there's I want a there's 60s ghouls. styled future is what I want to see. Oh, like um, Allie, shut up. <laughs> like the Jetsons. Yeah, James Bond's really getting to me. Shut up, woman. <laughs> he means like the Jetsons. Jetsons, James Bond. Shut up, yeah, actually, yeah. Except not as see, futuristic. I know things. Oh like, my, like it doesn't. Oh my goodness! Make up your mind. Like it doesn't really work. Like Jetsons, it works, but in sixties, it? it like Jetsons. Have work, you seen man. it? <laughs> George Jetson goes to work. <laughs> he works. They okay. have hover cars. I love and they it. live in skyscrapers. That works for you. I've never seen the show. <laughs> Uh, great song, Matt. <laughs> Carly Simon. First Carly Simon song that I feel like I've heard on the podcast. Carly Griman with Carly Simon. Carly Guyman. I'll just, yeah, like, um. Wait, we didn't answer his question. Oh, yeah, I did. I did put him on. Only, well, what Gabe, was your question? You brought up Tom Hiddleston. That's who you want. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So. 
What's yeah. your bond? I don't What's have anything your next interesting. Bond? I mean, I, it's how about, about a it. woman? I did mm. not like. I, I don't like the way they wrote that character. Like, if they're setting up that, uh, I forget who she. She plays I like a double that actress. Agent. She was in she's, Captain Marvel. Yeah, too, she's okay. good. It's her yeah. character was so spiteful of everything, and I was just like, "This is you don't think James Bond is spiteful? Th- he kills everyone. Yes, yes, that's the thing. If they get a woman, it has to be a a a bad woman. How about Anna de Armas from No Time to Die? She, was, she played like a different agent in that. Like, I, want, her a spin-off. James Bond is I a want bad to see guy. more of that. I want her to be the new Felix Leiter character. Mm. I want her to be the new reoccurring like... Who's Felix? Felix Leiter was... Um, oh, that's the name? guy, his friend that yeah, shows up. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is John. the first time I, I've seen him because he's not in Pierce Brosnan ones, he's, I don't think. He's, oh, no, he is. He is. He is. No, they, they have a different CIA guy. It's not Felix Leiter. It's okay. Jack Wade. He's like the other older guy. But okay. In all the older movies, they always replace Felix Leiter. Like every movie he's in, he's like they recast him. But then yeah. in these movies, it's Jeffrey Wright for the Daniel Craig ones. Sorry. And he's only in the last one, right? Is he throughout the... He's in Casino Royale. He's in Quantum of Solace. I would love it if Anna Anna (laughs) DeArmas reprised in like a supporting like Felix Leiter-esque role. Like she wasn't cut for the field, so she's kind of... Because is he a field agent? She is. She's... Well, Felix Leiter is a US, a CIA guy. Oh, so he's not... But you don't really see him on the field like shooting up and... In the books, they never had Felix Leiter. He was not supposed to be more competent than Bond because it's a British-centric story. Mm-hmm. So Felix Leiter, even in the movies, is supposed to be just like a supporting character. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, that worked out. Like, what are we doing here, Bond? Yeah, exactly. That worked out with Anna. She was fun. She was a fun character. Yeah, I like it. But Bond, uh, we pick pick a Bond. Pick you. Pick a Bond. I can't. I don't know how many. Pick a woman. Florence Pugh. Listen, oh, I don't know. I'm maybe. Not, yeah, maybe if, actually, if she can sell that she uh, that he is a distur, she is she <laughs> she oh, <laughs> is a distur like a, is a uh, like a, a sociopath. I need Bond. Listen, <laughs> Bond Bond is not a good person. No, I don't want my. So we can't expect like the, a female <laughs> character. We can't expect like a woman a point, version yeah. of James Bond to be like likable because no. James Bond's not likable I don't I want he's misogynistic I don't he think it's slap a man <laughs> I don't think it should be a woman hot take I, was, I just don't see I, how that uh really expands on I mean, the character you said it but I feel you bro <laughs> <laughs> it just wouldn't I mean I guess make it a woman if you want to change things up but like you can still tell more more stories with James Bond as a man I was like only a little bit serious. Uh, I mean, but I don't really. I, also I, I don't feel strongly about this. I wouldn't be like <laughs> I would watch it. I, I wouldn't would be it. shocked if James Bond was never a woman because it's just a yeah, I'm male sure. character. But yeah, um, yeah. I just we ha- but I get I, okay. Just make a female uh, British spy show. Yeah, that's, just make one. That's a good point because James Bond is already a character, so why yeah. change it? Like just make that? another one. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, successful, spin, well, not spinoffs, but like homages to James Bond, like The Man from Uncle or Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. or, I love mm-hmm. Man from Uncle so much. I would love to see more of that. And um, Army be Hammer, cool bring Army Hammer back. Yeah, okay, um, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was cool. I like Alicia Vikander. Maybe mm-hmm. she'll make a good one. Um, no, so you do kidding. want it to be a woman now. Is she British? Oh, you know who my Bond is? It has to be. Does it have? It has to be a British guy, right? Because that's the whole well, thing. My top pick wasn't British, but go for it. Oh, right, right. 
I feel like it has to be. They, like almost, they like almost a... cast an American Bond to replace Connery, so I don't they, like they're not totally committed to the whole British thing. Oh we yeah, Connery's not British. Australian guy. Because we can do Connery's a British Scottish. accent. Oh, Scottish. Huh? Bond is Scottish, right? Can I get a confirmation on that? <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> but Daniel Craig is British. I'm so confused. I got to go back to that Wikipedia article. Bond is Scottish. I. I think he is. His ancestral home is in Scotland. Right. Was that though? Was that in Fleming? Skyfall? Not once. Well, that does was, he have... Is that a retcon? It's Sean Connery Scottish. What's yeah, great is true. we have the internet at the at our fingertips. Whoa, you have one of those internet machines? Look at that. I do. Guy. Well, okay, so he may be Scottish, but it's But they've had a bond. They've had an Irish have they had an Irish bond? Um, no. Uh well wait, wasn't isn't Pierce Brosnan wasn't he oh maybe not. Who's Welsh? Who's Welsh? Uh he's done Irish Dalton, accents Dalton, in movies. Shirley Dalton, Bassey. Dalton's Welsh. Okay. Okay. Have they had an Irish bond? That's the play. You're an Irish Bond. I wish I was. When I saw uh, the beginning of X-Men First Class where Michael Fassbender is like uh, tracking down Nazis in Argentina, I was like, Ooh. I saw him and it's like set in the 60s. I'm like, he'd be a good James Bond. Not Probably not now, would, but at that time now, period, he would have been now. And, but Do like, it now before it's too late. <laughs> what I was thinking is when they were doing Honor Majesty's Secret Service, one of the initial castings was Timothy Dalton and he was too young, so they went with George Lazenby. Mm. Then after Roger Moore... They were going to go with Pierce Brosnan, but he was with this. He was doing this show, Remington Steel, yeah. and when they heard he was going to be thought, of, they were casting for James Bond. They were like, "No, we're doing another season of Remington Steel. He's not available." Mm. So then they looked back at Timothy Dalton, and they're like, "Oh, he was too young before, but now we'll have him in here." So when they picked Daniel Craig, someone else who was who uh, did the what do they say? They presented well at the screening was um, audition Hen- Henry Cavill auditioned well. Yeah. So, because like Count of Monte Cristo came out in 02, he played the son. He was in that. That he was would like have been a, wild. And a younger Henry Cavill he as was, Bond? But like Dalton, he, he was pretty young. But like, since then, he's been in Superman. He was in Mission Impossible. Yeah. He was in Man from Uncle. Yeah. So I, I'm like- <laughs> The like, Americans could have taken it. Well, they could now because like Pierce Brosnan, he's not doing the shows anymore. Maybe they scoop him up. That's just what I thought like might happen. You it would be like poetic, Henry, like from the other actors. Henry Cavill is not yeah. doing the shows anymore? Yeah. He's not. He's not Superman. Um, yeah. He was for like two seconds and then they're like, no. We changed our mind. Yeah. Before we stop talking about James Bond, I just have to say, for me, uh, <laughs> we had we talked about all the theme songs. The best part of Bond soundtracks for me is John Barry's music because yeah. he scored between uh, from Russia with Love up to The Living Daylights. He scored most of them. And like whenever I'm hiking or I'm like in nature and like it's beautiful out, I always in my head at some point I have like a John Barry musical track in my head because he he did like Dances with Wolves. He did Somewhere oh. in Time. He did like the black hole. He did a whole bunch of other um, mm. beautiful. And he so he does like the really lush, gentle strings and brass, and um, he's just one of my favorite movie composers. But what was cool is they did Goldeneye and they redid. They like they shifted the tone on a lot of things. Yeah, and one it was a big hit. But one thing they didn't like in Goldeneye was the soundtrack because they had a different. They had Eric Serra do it. And it sort of was like a Terminator 2 soundtrack with James Bond elements in it. It was very electronic based. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but it doesn't sound Bond. Interesting. So meanwhile, uh, in the 90s, David Arnold was not you know, real known for a lot of stuff. Like he scored Independence Day. Um, I think he worked on with Bjork on a couple albums, like producing. Oh. But he put together an album called Shaken and Stirred because he was a huge <laughs> uh, John Barry fan. And he got a bunch of other electronic artists together. 
and they like redid a lot of the iconic themes, like propeller oh, heads. Wow. Remember propeller heads from the first Matrix movie? They did like the hotel lobby music. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, but yeah, like was... they redid the theme for Honor Majesty's Secret Service, and it's like an awesome remix. It's like nine minutes long. Wow. I, I I would think it'd be great for what's well, long for this podcast, but I, it's one of my favorites. And so John Barry heard that and he loved it. Oh, and so he said to them, he's like, I'm not coming back to do this movie, but you should look up David Arnold. And that's how they got him to do the soundtrack. Oh, wow. So he did From Tomorrow Never Dies, the rest of the Brosnan films, and then the first two Craig films. And to me, I lo- he was able to capture a lot of what made Barry's music great, but put electronic stuff in there too, and sort of like a jazzy, more electronic beat. Dang. Like, like you're um, saying with that garbage song. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, I should retract that too, because garbage, that is something they could do too. I don't know if that was mm. uh, David Arnold. Um, messing with their instruments but uh i mean it's it fits with a david arnold bond score yeah but yeah like uh, it was funny too like i i remember because i'm as you guys have, have uh observed i'm kind of a bond fan oh when i first saw the trailer for incredibles uh the teaser trailer they show their when he's getting remember this the trailer the trailer for the incredibles where mr incredible's getting his outfit on and then his wife calls him for dinner he's like i can't come to dinner i gotta go and he's trying to get his belt on he's a they're chubby they're playing the battle theme from honor majesty's secret service <laughs> wow. and, I, and as a kid i'm like that's the first thing i noticed i'm like oh yeah. it's james bond music and then when they do the full trailer they play the propeller heads remix so i was like somebody oh. who did that trailer oh. liked james bond music and yeah i just i like stuff like that because i'm into soundtracks so that was my little cool. piece. That's what I was waiting to say for like for like three hours. I just was looking for an opening and there was none. So nerding out about how much I love John uh, Barry. Nick will cut it out. But uh, you know, also, we heard it, and that's what's important. If you, you like know? if you like the James Bond soundtracks, and you want, there's a John Barry album from O2 called Eternal Echoes, and it's like a James Bond soundtrack without the James Bond themes in it, and it's just beautiful. I'm, that's my yeah, little. I'm gonna check it out. Check it out. It's great. I was listening to it today um, when I was getting ready to leave. So. I love yeah. it. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Forrest. I love that. No, that's like stuff I've never, I have listened to hours and hours of James Bond podcasts and I've never heard what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I beat it out of some record producer. I like cornered him in his office. I was like, tell me about David Arnold. And he's like, I'll tell you everything. Listen, you dirty producer. I've ne- never quite heard anything like that before. Thanks. Um, I, I want to start saying I never heard anything that you I'm just gonna, said. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the back of my hand if you don't tell me something I haven't heard about John Barry. You're very patient with me tonight. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you for being patient with our goofy butts. Um, we're going to go with one more submission. It was Ooh. submitted a few times. And it was also really good, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. It was submitted by Sierra Kumar and Genevieve Harrison. Oh, and Tori Matthews. Oh, and me. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this song. So here is... Should I close my eyes and like so I know what it is or don't know what it is? Oh, I, yes. thought, I, I thought I already All said right, what I'll... it was. Did I not no, say what didn't. it was? No. Okay, well, should I just play it then? Go yeah, for it. I'm not looking. I'm just going to play this Use song. Use your ears, not I think your you eyes. guys will get this. Okay. Oh, very nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's fitting because this is the last song and it says this is the end in the song. This is Casino Royale by... (laughs) (laughs) By Salt and Peppa. This is the end Hold your 
theme in there he snuck it in so sierra has to say about this song skyfall hands down tori matthew says skyfall because adele is the real queen of england Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) and (laughs) take that camilla balls genevieve harrison says i will never forget watching skyfalls opening such a shock and then that dramatic theme amazing the, the way they opened with the song was awesome how he falls into the water and then he like keeps sinking and then he like falls into that hole yeah, yeah, yeah. it was iconic this those visuals and this uh song specifically i made me very much appreciate openings of bond movies I think before I just used to think they were cheesy and kind of like, I'm going to skip through this. And it made me want to go back and watch the other movie. So on YouTube, I, I looked at the die another day and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about the torture stuff. <laughs> and just for the ones I watched though. Then I, I watched do them. like that torture <laughs> stuff. It's really cool. But this is... I, I, Waterboarding is actually a viable <laughs> way of extracting information from enemy combatants. <laughs> I sound just like that. <laughs> That um, sounds exactly like something that Nick would say, and definitely yeah, not that's Gabe. So nerdy. <laughs> yeah, but no, this song—it was to, for me. This is my Bond song. You know, it's like you have your favorites, but this was like—I don't know—I feel like this one's my generation, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was and Billie Eilish is like the generation a little bit younger. Yeah, true. Also, true. Sam Smith. Well, I mean, a James Bond song is just a great snapshot of where the culture is at that time. And that's yeah. not my yes. quote. I heard somebody on a book somewhere say that about James Bond songs, but thanks for quoting it. That is very, yeah, that's very true. I like that. I like that about I Bond I think movies. that's true, yeah. Like Jack White and Alicia Keys. Yeah, that that's was it. Sure. Those that are maybe not together, but like individually, they are of that time. You got to give them points for creativity on that on that choice. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, divergent in terms well, of composition. I was thinking too, like in that, in that, uh, also of that time was like when like mainstream artists were kind of trying to integrate like rock and hip hop together because before they were like sworn enemies and then like in the late 2000s like early 2010s I think they started yeah they were like trying to meld them together so Jack White and Alicia Keys 
Yes. She's more R&B than hip hop, but still. So, she's a little bit country. He's a little bit rock and roll. Well, thank you everyone for <laughs> submitting songs. Thank you, Matt, for stopping by. Yeah, I got to go to work. Oh, Good night, guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is 11.09 p.m. and you're going to work? Yeah. He has to assassinate wow. a... Uh... He's burning that midnight oil. A media mogul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sneak up to him with a like a underwater, but I'm going to have a fake duck on my head, uh, yeah. like in Goldfinger. And then I'm going to unzip my wetsuit and have a tuxedo under it. That's, that's wow. my plan. <gasps> yeah. my trunk. Going to work. Well, I'll play you guys out with uh, James Bond's theme song. How about that? That's a great one. Okay. Here is the James Bond theme. Thank you, everyone, for coming on. Mm. Mm. Don't shoot me. I'm Uh, just a normal guy. All right, everyone do their best uh, Bond impression. Okay. Allie? Don't don't quote. Don't quote. You have to make it up. Allie, go. Nice. <laughs> Is that Bond's bon dying? Bond's death <laughs> rattle? All right, Gabe, your turn. Go. I'm James Bond, and I want to know that I want you to know that I smoke Virginia Slims by the by the case. And that's why I've got a. I'm not even Scottish. Nice. That's why I sound like this. <laughs> All right, my turn. James Bond sleeping. You nailed it. You nailed James. James Bond woke up and he killed some guy. He was trying to kill him. You got it. Skynet, the computer that controlled the machines, sent two Terminators back through time. Their mission was to kill the leader of the human resistance, John Connor, my son. The first one was sent back to the year 1984 when I was pregnant with John. It failed. The second Terminator was sent when John was still a child. As was before, the human resistance was able to send a lone protector for John. It was just a matter of which one would get to him first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very impressed you uh, memorized the opening of uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's another one of his hobbies. I'll be be back for the Batman episode. So you guys guys have a good night. You too. Thank you. Good night, Reese. Good night, Reese. Good night, Reese. He loves gold. He only loves gold.